Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders podcast. I'm Karen Conrad and we are starting a real estate series because we've got a workshop coming up. This is our most popular workshop. It's called the Wealth Builders Real Estate Mastery Workshop and it's coming up on October 14th through the 16th. You know, there's a lot going on in the real estate market today, but in many of the areas, it is a prime time to start looking at investing. As a matter of fact, Billy says he believes in the next six months, he is going to be aggressively buying real estate. And so we want to give you some information and equip you the best that we can to get prepared for the opportunities that are coming our way. Today, I'm going to be talking about successful fix and flips. I think everybody has some interest in flipping houses. I believe it comes from the transformation. I love that part of it where you take something that, you know, is is maybe not in good repair or has a lot of opportunity and bring transformation and beauty to that property. And I think it's God designed us that way. He brings transformation to us. And I believe there's something inside us that sort of craves that before and after. And real estate is such a wonderful way to apply that transformation. But there's some things you really need to know about before going into fix and flip. So let's get started. And uh, we're going to share some information with you. First of all, to encourage you in real estate, I'm going to give you some facts Over the last two centuries, about 90% of the world's millionaires have been created by investing in real estate. For the average investor, real estate offers the best way to develop significant wealth. That is really interesting. I actually found this information from the collegeinvestor.com. And I think that when we look at people that are very wealthy in the world, even if they have other businesses, if you trace it back to where they got wealth, like this says over 90% comes from real estate. Deuteronomy 8.18 says this, but you shall remember with profound respect the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you power to make wealth that he may confirm his covenant, which he swore he solemnly promised to your fathers as it is this day. This is something that I learned from Billy and Becky. I really got it like for the first time that wealth is created. And when you apply that truth in real estate, flips are a great way for us to create wealth. So let's get started in talking about an overview of of flipping houses. House flipping typically refers to purchasing distressed properties, fixing them up, and then reselling for a profit. 
Some find these properties through foreclosures, bank short sales, or property auctions. And initially, most purchase through the regular MLS in sales process. And actually, that's what we do. Uh, we When we go into a market, we just don't know enough about it to work outside of the MLS process and get a local realtor involved. Doesn't mean that you have to stay there, but it's a safe way, at least we felt, for us to get started in, like, for example, the Cocoa Beach market. We've been here, we've traveled here, we've visited a lot, but it's a very different understanding of an area when you look at real estate outside of what you experience as a tourist. Successful flipping requires being able to identify undervalued properties with potential, understanding how much to do to increase the value for the least investment, what the ARV is, which is the after repair value, and manage the work and the holding costs. Then once the renovations are complete, you have to list and market the property. I want to just comment in the area of identifying the undervalued properties with potential and what we talk about with the ARV. When we go into a market, uh, you know, especially in the last few months, it's been really brisk. And so that means that a lot of people are trying to purchase properties. A lot of investors are going in and paying cash, which can inflate the market a bit. But one of the things that we've done is just looked for those properties that have sat out on the market for a while. And if you can find a property that's been out there for 30 days or more, and it has any potential, we like those because we know that the buyer probably is looking to get it sold and there might be an opportunity to negotiate. Also, if you find an area you're interested in or a specific property, drive around the neighborhood, go to open houses. One of the things that I do, and I do this every day, sometimes multiple times a day in the markets that we're in, is I just go out and take a look at, okay, anything coming up new on in the market, um, go through and look at anything that is recently closed, anything that's pending, and you start to get an idea of what you might be able to sell a property for. But timing with flips is really important. What I mean by that is there's a lot of holding costs. So in this market that we're in right now in Cocoa Beach, I'm studying and looking continually for what features people are looking for that's getting those um, houses under contract quickly at a high price, not just eventually selling, but where can I get it sold really fast so that I don't have all the holding costs? And what are the things I have to do? And what are some things that maybe I'd like to do, but I don't need to do to get it sold? So one of the properties we're working on, we're calling it the Coastal Farmhouse. Actually, I'm there right now as I'm recording this. We were studying to look at the potential with the three exit strategies, one of them being flipping, one of them being vacation rentals, and one of them being a buy and hold. And this wouldn't happen in very many markets, but one of the things that we found here that actually would create a lot of wealth for us to go through the process, believe it or not, is putting in a swimming pool. When I studied the market, I saw that the houses with swimming pools were going really fast for a high amount. I went to a few open houses and we were looking at properties. One didn't have a swimming pool. It was an okay house, and uh, but there's some kind of quirky things about it. Another one was just like dated, 
Uh, it had like not level floors. It was a house that I would never want to live in, but it had a swimming pool and that went for top dollar really fast. So that doesn't work in every market. In some markets, it might be something else, but discover what it is in your market and it helps you to make decisions on what you need to finish and not finish. Another thing that's very helpful is, is there anything in the property that is not finished that you could finish to get additional square footage? When square footage is high, which it is in most markets right now, and you add finished square footage, you end up with a lot more money than what it costs to actually finish it. One of the things that we did in the coastal farmhouse is there was uh, there is a detached laundry room. And I know that sounds strange growing up in Minnesota and in Colorado, living there for a little bit. You don't have detached laundry rooms, but they do here. It's kind of normal. But anyway, it's about 150 square feet and it was just all plywood. And so we finished it. And when you can finish something like the laundry room, sheetrocking, uh, it already had some electrical in it, just building some walls to hide the the water tank, things like that, putting shelves up. Uh, we created actually a little office space that's really nice. It's got windows. I put curtains up and like looking out the backyard. When you're able to multiply 150 square feet by about $381 a square foot, that's some real money. And so that's something to look for when you're looking for a property that you potentially want to do a flip on. All right, next, let's just go through some pros and cons of flipping properties. Potential to make a large amount of money in a short period of time to bring in cash flow is a real pro for flipping. In the real estate workshop, we'll talk about cash flow and uh, something that, that we talk about is a real estate designation. Billy does this teaching on that. It saves you a lot of money in taxes. That could be a whole podcast just on its own. But there are certain things that you need to do to qualify for that real estate designation. So what we recommend is that you do a mixture in any real estate portfolio. If you are buying, buying holds, maybe you're doing vacation rentals. If you put in some fixed and flips, it really helps you to get to that point for your real estate designation faster. Also, what we found is if we put those fix and flips, maybe every two or three properties we do, it helps us with our cash flow. So we started out personally with not a lot of money, about $180,000 that we were able to invest in real estate. And we quickly purchased four properties. And one of those was a flip. So at the end of like purchasing the four properties, our cash was down pretty low. So we knew that if we did a flip and we did well on it, we would be able to get the cash back out of that and then start to invest more. That's exactly what we did. The fourth property that we purchased in Texas, we did as a fix and flip and we sold it when the market was just really at a good spot. We had a cash buyer, just exactly what we believe God for. And I got the cash back out from that flip that restored what we started with. And so in that situation, what we are able to do is go ahead and purchase three more properties. Another pro of fix and flip real estate is multiple exit strategies by selling to an owner occupant, 
meaning that someone that actually wants to move into the property, you can sell to an investor because you've done all of the work. And so they can step right into it and do a vacation rental or a buy and hold, or you can sell it as a turnkey rental property, meaning you do the fix, you get the renter in, and then you put it on the market and you market it as a turnkey that you've already got a paying renter in there. And that can be a really great way to make additional money on the property. You have to remember that when you do fix and flips, you it's taxed as earned income if you sell it within a year. So just prepare for that. Usually if you've got a real estate portfolio and you've got the real estate designation, can usually have enough write-offs on that flip where you don't end up having to pay all those taxes. But it's something that you need to plan for and keep in mind. Flips are best for well-capitalized investors who work full-time in a local market. It's exciting to do flips. I love it. It just like feeds my soul in that transformation space. But I am amazed at how much time it takes to oversee it. Even if you've got a general contractor, please go in with your eyes wide open and realize that you've got to be available and you've got to be on top of things to be able to make money and successfully flip. It is considered a high-risk investment strategy that hinges on correctly timing the market. One of the things we look for is markets that aren't being affected in certain areas by the economy or interest rates. And so I will just talk about the Cocoa Beach market because that's what we're actively in right now. It's really fascinating. If you go across the bridge and you go into the Melbourne area, Merritt Island, while this market is, is all really strong, the Cocoa Beach area being on an island is, is just not really being affected except in the very high-end properties at all. And single-family properties are really at a high demand. So people are really looking to buy a house. There's a lot of industry here. And when you're on a, what we call an island like this, it's not like you can just punch into a field and start building more homes. So those are all things to look for when you're doing fix and flips. Is that demand going to stay there even if we have blips in the market? And then too many fix and flippers in the single market can make below market deals extremely difficult to find. I will tell you that there are some things that we're dealing with on that front because it's a hot area for investors. And so people come in, investors come in and they buy for cash. We were looking at this one property next to the beachside bungalow and it's an eight unit where it looked like really strong. It's a block off the ocean. But when we looked at the numbers, we just felt it was overpriced, especially for the condition. And then we found out that a group of investors, it, it sold, and we asked about it. We found out a group of investors came in that were investing about 60 miles down the coast, and the Cocoa Beach market started hitting their radar, and they purchased it, and they're doing minimal improvements, and they're turning it into eight vacation rentals. So... Anyway, more pros and cons here. And as things move, just things to keep in mind. So let me just go ahead and review a list of pros and a list of cons with flipping. Pros, you have a potential to make a huge profit. It's great for people with a high skill level. 
So this has been great for me and Dave because Dave actually has a ton of, of knowledge in the construction area. So he can quickly see things and find solutions that is based on the experience of when he worked in construction when he was younger. It's less risky than other types of real estate investing. You can gain useful real estate experience. You really learn a lot going through a flip. And then you can gain greater insights into your local market, which is so true. We have learned so much through this process. Here's some cons to consider before you jump into flipping. You do have the potential to lose your investment. It may require outside help and support, and I would say it usually does. Even as good as we might be at some construction aspects, when it comes to plumbing, when it comes to roof lines, um, right now we're looking at a grading issue. We just can't be experts in everything. And so we definitely do need that outside help and support, and it helps to build your network. Another con is it requires intense planning and budgeting. I have to really watch this because I like to make things beautiful and I can always think of one more thing to do to just really make it, you know, look perfect. And I'm thankful for my son, Levi, who is like our numbers guy and he's being practical like mom, that's not going to add any value to the property. <laughs> so it's good to have some balance there. Another con is you can run into unanticipated costs and they can be substantial. So we pretty much go into our flips and just count on that. And when you do that and you budget for it and you discover something, it doesn't like make you super stressed out where if we hadn't planned and had a little cushion, those are things that can really put you in a panic easily. And that's too why you need to keep some reserves. And then another con is it does require some in-depth knowledge of the real estate industry. But a way that you can help mitigate that is to get a realtor that is very good with investments. And one of the things that Billy always insists on when you go into a market is that your real estate agent, before you hire them, make sure they've got personal investment property in the area because they're going to help guide you through things with a mind of an investor, not just a regular real estate agent that is trying to make the sale. Okay, so we will continue with this next week. I have a lot more information to share with you on fix and flips. But today, just to kind of introduce them, give you the pros and cons, and encourage you that flips are a great part of your investment strategy. Again, to learn more, our real estate workshop, in my opinion, at Wealth Builders is the best out there. It combines the word of God. So we have the basis of our relationship with the Lord and the practical knowledge, and it sells out quickly. So if you're interested in signing up and coming in person's the best, go to wealthbuilders.org slash events and get registered. We have limited seating available. Uh, or if you're just not able to travel to Denver to be at this event in person, you can sign up for our live stream and it's at the same URL. Go to wealthbuilders.org slash events. All right, great. We'll continue on Fix and Flips next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you and make it a great day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, 
or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.